Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Real Page Turner, Story Screen's very own book to movie club, where we read a really good book, and then that was eventually adapted into a really good film or franchise or TV show. And we get together and we talk about it a lot and uh, talk about the differences, which one's better, why the differences were made, yada, yada, yada. Our first one we did a couple months back, we did uh, Carrie, Stephen King uh, book, Stephen King book. Stephen King does make movies, he didn't make that one. And uh, the Brian De Palma film of the same name. And this time we're doing a really special one that I was pretty excited about. Uh, I hadn't, personally, I hadn't read it. Uh, we're doing Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park, uh, which was eventually turned into the classic 1993 film um, of the same name by Steven Spielberg, and even to that point, a little bit of uh, the Lost World is in this is in the book a lot as well. Um, so hopefully you've read the book, so you can uh, get exactly what we're talking about. We'll try to be as um, explanatory. I'm still on my first cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try to be um, uh, descriptive. Uh, We'll try to be uh, um, as detailed as possible. So if you're just a fan of the movie, which I don't think that there's anybody out there that doesn't like Jurassic Park, or I don't think there's anybody out there under the age of seven that hasn't seen it, uh, we're going to be talking about that a lot. So spoilers right out the gate uh, about Jurassic Park and about the book. Um, but enough about that. Uh, uh, let's talk about our guest real quick. Today we are joined by a very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a big fan of Story Screen here. Uh, big friend of the Story Screen family. But as of today, now he is part of the Story Screen family. Uh, today our guest is... Hi everybody, my name is Joe Serta. And I finally made it. You're in the big leagues now, kid. Yeah. Um, tell the uh, tell the tell the tell the listener a little bit about yourself before we uh, dive into this. Um, so, like Mike said, I'm a, a big fan of Story Screen. Um, if you listen to the last Real Page Turner uh, or the guest Ramona Rodriguez, she said that um, she saw the poster for Alien and texted her boyfriend. I was that boyfriend. Oh, that's so, you. Yeah, so that's how I got introduced to Story Screen. And uh, we walked in and watched Alien, and we were like, wow, this is super rad. And so uh, we just uh, tried to go as much as we can. Um, yeah, that was when we did Alien and Aliens back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah, you guys Two did Two like nights, a... like one was Sunday, one was Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, oh, this is su- it's like super cool. And um, that was over the summer, like before school started. So we were able to go to like all of them mm-hmm. for like a good like the next like three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, now uh, we don't make it out there as much. Um, we're both uh, we're both in school. I'm currently going to school in the city in New York Law School. Oh, fun fact! Uh-huh. Um, that is the alma mater of Judge Judy. Oh, yeah. You got some big shoes to fill. Yeah, I really do. What do you study down there? Um, so I, I'm in my first year. So um, it's all kind of like general courses. So we take criminal law, tort law, which is like basically think like civil law like negligence and stuff like that mm-hmm. um contracts and then like a legal writing class oh sounds like fun 
It can be. Well, I'd yeah. imagine, yeah, after a uh, little a little while. Yeah, takes a little bit to get into the swing of it. Yeah, I don't know too much about criminal law. Yeah. I know about movie law, like law in movies. Right. Like uh, there's a judge mm-hmm. and there's a good-looking lawyer. Right. And like... I don't want to say an ugly lawyer, but there's <laughs> but like, like a, a uh, like a more like down on his luck yeah. kind of like lawyer. Like an underdog lawyer. Like I was like trying yeah. real hard. Yeah, there's like that guy. Yeah. Uh, that's about all I know. And um, uh, Coolio shows up from time to time. <laughs> he's he's good. Did you ever see the Daredevil movie where he's, where Coolio is like in all of the deleted subplot yeah. of it? It's some wild shit. I'm a I'm a Daredevil movie apologist. I actually like that movie. Oh, it's that's nice. <laughs> it's, I understand why people say it's bad. Right. Yeah. Like me that, too. Yeah. That and was that was. I saw it when I was like I forget when it came out, but I was like you know like seven or eight, uh-huh. and I was like Daredevil is in a movie. Like this right. is so cool. But. I just uh, watched a bunch of clips from it the other day because I wrote a, a piece on Colin Farrell. Yeah, uh, I went through his filmography and kind even of as a kid, I was like, "This is weird." Like, all yeah, the Colin he's super weird he's in super the movie, weird. and that's like I, I mentioned. I'm like, he's super entertaining, yeah. quote unquote. Like, it's you can't take your eyes off him when he's. You're like, what the thing. hell is he doing? Uh, but wow, Daredevil tangent. Five minutes in, crazy. That's great. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so Jurassic Park, had you read the book before? I had not. You had not. So me neither. I had always heard tale about the the book that was so wildly different mm-hmm. from the movie. Like there are like certain characters die or they've got like bigger yeah. parts in it. You know, like there's, it's crazy that they named everybody pretty much the same name in the, the movie. There's a couple characters that I think are kind of uh, spliced into other characters. Um with like, like, uh, like um, Ellie Sattler. Yeah, she's like. Well, first off, in the book, she's like twenty four. Yeah. So like, uh, there's no and uh, Alan Grant mm-hmm. is uh, like in his forties. Yeah, and he's and got he's a like, beard. Yeah, he's like very rugged in the book. Yeah, he's more like a kind of Indiana Jones. Yeah, kind of dude where he's just like I stuck to myself because I like my bones. Yeah. Well, whatever, I'll talk if you want me to. Yeah. Like, Which is very, like, um, they wanted to cast Harrison Ford as uh, heard about Alan that. Grant mm-hmm. first. And he was like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just be Indiana Jones. like, Right. And it's pretty much like Indiana Jones without all the fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't get to punch anybody. Yeah. I don't He's like, there's no gun. Nazis in this movie? There's like, no what do you... whip. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. What? Uh, I like to, uh, William Hurt was up to play... Alan Grant at first, and William Hurt is like really good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was was I guess if this was early '90s, he was very big at the time, and he pretty much said he's like, I don't want to do a movie that's so obviously commercial. Yeah, which you're like, oof, dude, like, dude. Just be nice, like yeah. it's Steven Spielberg, relax, yeah, like that's the kind of movies that he's doing. Yeah, um, he's the blockbuster man. Yeah, uh, and so like the age difference has changed. Like mm-hmm. they're not romantically involved in the book. Uh, it's more of like a teacher-student scenario, and she yeah. comes along with him. Um, in the book, they're not so much brought to the island because they are like in love with dinosaurs, and John Hammond mm-hmm. will think that it's a good... For those of you that don't know, Jurassic Park is about a yeah. <laughs> park where they clone dinosaurs, and a bunch of people come to like see it, like five people. Yeah. And about that, they come to see it, and, and shit goes... Uh, Newman 
from Newman. Seinfeld, uh, fucks everything up. Samuel Jackson smokes a lot of cigarettes, and Jeff Goldblum uh, is sweaty. <laughs> you <laughs> I love that man. He's great, this, and he's great in this too. He is, yeah. He's and uh, that's a good point of topic right there. He is insanely different from the yeah. Ian Malcolm in the Ian Malcolm in the book. Is uh, they've got a lot of the same lines. I saw mm-hmm. like a lot of the lines that are lifted from the book and put in the movie. Many of them are Jeff Goldblum's. Yeah. Whether or not he said them in, or Ian Malcolm's rather, whether yeah. or not he said them in the book or they kind of took somebody else's said it and moved it over. In the book, he's very weaky weak. Yeah, he's ve- in, in the book, he's it's very much like he's like a pretentious like nerd that's trying to be like, oh, this, th- oh, you don't understand this? Oh, well, let me break it down for you. Um, not nearly as charming as Jeff Goldblum. No, like they, there's one line when we're first introduced to Malcolm, who has a kind of uh, shadow over the book for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're talking about him uh, as they introduce, yeah. uh, uh, not the, like pretty much the chapters. There's like seven chapters and they're mm-hmm. called iterations. Yeah. And in each chapter, at the beginning of each chapter, there's a page that has like a uh, uh, a squiggle line. Mm-hmm. And a squiggle line keeps uh, repeating on itself mm-hmm. until... It becomes uh, just this massive shape, and there's a line below each one, and it's Ian Malcolm, and it says Ian Malcolm, and it's him explaining chaos theory yeah. through this like sketch. And people are talking about Ian Malcolm and everything before he actually shows up. So when he shows up, uh, the line is like he's like all dressed in black, yeah, and it's like he was part of like this new generation of mathematicians that kind of lived like rock stars. And I guess with Jeff Goldblum's interpretation, they really take that to heart, yeah. Uh, and he, Jeff Goldblum's great in the role. He oh, like yeah. delivers all this stuff just right. Mm-hmm. But in the book, the Ian Malcolm is like he's the one that like gets out and runs away from the T Rex in the uh, the big famous car scene. Right. He kind of does the same thing as uh, uh, the lawyer. Yeah. In that one, where it's like he's not an asshole. He's not scared so much. He's like, mm-hmm. this is the best thing to do right now is to exactly. get out of this car and run. Yeah. And he gets hurt. Um, and, well, I mean, I guess, like, a, it appears like a better place than anywhere. Yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, it's inferred that he dies at the end of the book. Yeah. he. It's like uh, Grant's asking about, like, the others because they're getting off the island. They got separated at mm-hmm. the end. And yeah. then they come back and they're like, where's the rest of everybody? And, yeah. And they just shake their head. Mm-hmm. Because Ian Malcolm comes back in The Lost World. Yeah. Even in the novel. So oh, he is in the novel? He is in the novel. Okay. From my understanding, I haven't read The Lost okay, World, yeah, but I, I mean, heard that where it's like, that's... Which The Lost World has a really weird, weird history. I mean, so does this one too, where mm-hmm. it's like the, the, they he sold the... Michael Creighton sold the movie rights to Jurassic Park before he was even done writing the book. Yeah. And then he like took a crack at the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And then they had uh, David Cope came in and like freshened it up because Steven Spielberg was like, there's no jokes in this. There's yeah, no exactly. levity. If you're going to make a movie about dinosaurs yeah. in 1993, you got to have some jokes in there. Yeah. It's it's interesting because Michael Crichton is kind of like Hammond in the book. And then Spielberg's like Hammond in the movie. Like he's like. That's he's pretty like, good. He's like, dinosaurs are so much fun. Like. Mm-hmm. Crack some jokes. Get Jeff Goldblum in there. And Samuel L. Jackson could come too. Yeah, and Michael Crichton's just yeah. like, dinosaurs are going to destroy us all if they were here. Yeah. It's a scientific fact that they would... Yeah, Michael Crichton's a weird writer yeah. too. I like the book. I think the book no, is the book very thrilling. Yeah. But it's... 
there's like jargon in it and it goes I, yeah. on for a while I was, where you're like, I was right. like, he's still talking about chaos theory. Like, Oh, he just keeps. Yeah. And I, I didn't get it toward until towards the end where I was like, uh, Jeff Goldblum's keep calling him Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> care. Even Malcolm <laughs> is like morphing the fuck out of his mind yeah. about halfway through the book from his uh, attack at the T-Rex thing, which reading that is so thrilling. It's yeah. pretty much almost exactly mm-hmm. like the movie. And that scene in the movie, which is like 15 minutes long, is one of just – one of the greatest scenes in movies oh, of all yeah. time. It's crazy yeah. good. When, when that – when the, the T-Rex puppet comes down and mm-hmm. like it's super close. it's And like a it flashlight looks, in its eye and you yeah, see the yeah, pupil yeah. dilate and go back out and you're like, 1993! <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it, Ian Malcolm's morphing out of his mind. And he just like keeps going on these rants about chaos theory and how scientists are evil. And he just keeps doing it more and more where it doesn't become part of the – where it detaches itself from the character, I feel. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is Michael Crichton like doing yeah. a Facebook post. Exactly, you know, like yeah. Back in 93 where he's just like, let me tell you, fucking scientists suck. Yeah. And they're ruin everything. And he's – I mean – He's not wrong. Yeah. He's not right either. And maybe he should be a little bit nicer about it. But he yeah. can kind of like filter himself as a dick through yeah. that He's guy. like, uh, Mike, Mike uh, I almost said Michael Crichton. He's like, Ian Malcolm said that. Like, I'm just, yeah, he's, I'm just, just he's just a character. I mean. uh, uh, yeah. And I saw like at the end of the book, they've got who it was all based on, like uh, where he like talked oh, yeah. to several scientists and stuff. I guess he was like. In the mid '80s, he came up with this idea, and he'd been writing it for a while and like mm-hmm. working it out. But worked out for him because I think he sold the rights of the book for like 1.5 million dollars. Yeah, and he got another like 500 thousand dollar check to uh, mm-hmm. uh, take a crack at the screenplay. Yeah, so he did all right, and he yeah. also got royalties too. Yeah, it's he he made like a a stupid amount of money on this movie. A dumb amount, but of it's money. it's a it's an incredible idea. Clearly, because we're right. We're getting uh, Jurassic World two in like a year or two. Oh right, yeah. So there, I mean, are, there are those movies. What, when did this? When did the movie come out? Ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Ninety three. So that's almost thirty. Years I'm bad ago. at math. Yeah, like he's. Uh, it's it's twenty four. Yeah, they're they're still making movies about on this one idea. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and also like the other movies. <laughs> Poor movies. It's really funny, man. Steven Spielberg came out, came back for The Lost World, and it's painful to watch that movie. Steven Spielberg has made, out of all the movies he's made, he's probably made maybe five bad ones. Yeah. And the guy's made a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And, he has a pretty good track record. But when he makes bad ones, <laughs> they are, woof does he yeah. make bad ones. <laughs> They're like monumentally bad. Um and then Joe Johnston made the uh, the third one, mm-hmm. and then what's the guy's name who made the Alex Trevorrow? I couldn't tell you. I can never remember if his name is Trevorrow or Trevorrow. Mm. Trevor, I'm gonna go with Trevorrow, mm-hmm. who recently got yeah. fired from Star Wars. Alex, if you're listening, uh, tell us what your name is pronounced. Yeah, uh, hit me in the DMs, man. Spell out <laughs> Just, your name. Yeah. You can go to the pronounce.com. Yeah. yeah. Trevorrow. It's like, well, there we go. There we go. I got <laughs> it. Um, who just got fired from the Star Wars movie? He got fired from uh, episode nine. Did he? He was going to direct oh. episode nine and write it with his partner. Uh, and they got fired. And now J.J. Abrams came in. Oh, he came back for the one? Yeah, J.J. Oh, Abrams okay. coming back for nine. Okay. Which we're, now that I think about it, we're like, uh, dude, we're like 
nine days away yeah, from what, the last Jedi coming out. Yeah. This is a time capsule right now. It really We're is. We're going to have our minds blown by The Last Jedi in either a good way or a bad way. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain it's going to be a good way. I feel like it's going to be a good From all the way. things, like the fact that they gave Ryan Johnson, who wrote and directed this mm-hmm. one, they gave him three new Star Wars movies that he can do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they're just like, do whatever you want. That's... And Last Jedi hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a pretty good tell. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be, thinking it's gonna be good. I'm I'm pretty so psyched, but we're not talking about that. Yeah. We're talking, about, uh, we're talking about Jurassic Park. Oh, you know this will be fun too. We'll do this in the break. Uh, the Jurassic World two trailer just dropped. Oh, it did. It oh, just yeah. dropped I yesterday. Saw, I saw like a teaser. I saw the I didn't teaser know the too. Came. You haven't seen the trailer? No. Ooh, we'll watch the trailer together oh, uh, before we. Yeah, I'll throw it up on the screen. Uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, dude, what's your favorite part of the book? My favorite part of the book, um, I think, is when they, uh, this is like the the kids are there. Actually, I don't know if the kids are there first. It's it's the first time um, Dr. Grant sees the dinosaur and he's, ju- it's just like in the movie. He's just like, oh, the, uh, he's like, that's a real dinosaur. Oh yeah. Like, when they get ju- out of the helicopter, it's yeah. in that and that where they get out of the helicopter and it's misty yeah. and they're looking at the trees and then they realize those aren't trees yeah, exactly. and it's like the brachiosauruses or whatever, like moving around. Yeah. Right. And he, at first he's like skeptical. He's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, as time goes on, he's like, there's no way that's not a dinosaur. Yeah. And he's just, the like he, he, uh wrote like the same kind of awestruckness that Spielberg was able to get on film so mm-hmm. I, like the so, Spielberg look where it's like yeah. they, they look out because it's such a people make fun of the Spielberg look but it yeah. really is an amazingly useful tool yeah because like you, as if you show these characters that we've grown to have a little bit of respect for and like and mm-hmm. like them a little bit because they're likable and you see them be awestruck by something and you haven't seen it yet and you just see that that pull in, they're looking at something that's the most beautiful thing they've yeah. ever seen. You're Richard Dreyfus. It's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And then you see it, and John Williams' score comes mm-hmm. up. It's like, oh my goodness. It's yeah. It's a phenomenal mm-hmm. uh, shot. And that, that's that's pretty good. It, that reminded me of the scene um, where they go into the hatchery. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But they don't witness a hatching. They what they do is they see it, they go into the nursery and there's a little baby yeah. Velociraptor and mm-hmm. uh, and it like jumps into uh, Lex and Tim's arms mm-hmm. and like nestles with them because it's super friendly and like Grant picks it up and he's like yeah. kind of almost probing it, like looking at it, turning it upside down, and starts mm-hmm. freaking out. And that's like the first inclination you get where like. Well, this guy's kind of a dick. Yeah. Because he's kind of a dick. And everybody's kind of a dick in the yeah, book. Because exactly. everybody's kind of Michael Crichton. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Alan Grant in the movie is very soft. Mm-hmm. Um, Except when he's like... Well, yeah. Like, he, I think that uh, that's all a show. Look, he's stuffy. He's stuffy, yeah. but he's not like a dick. Like, yeah. he's, he's just kind of short. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in the book, he's very, like, poking you, prodding. Yeah. He's um, picking up this animal and just, mm-hmm. like, you know throwing it around right which like, that animal has a horrifying end yeah i did not see that coming at the end right. when they're when they're running around like uh back in the visitor center and they run in and they they're being uh, lex and tim mm-hmm. who the ages are swapped and kind of yeah. brought back lex mm-hmm. is like eight mm-hmm. and tim is like 11 
which does not jive with what Tim does and says in the book. I'm like, yeah. an 11-year-old does not act like this. Nah, this yeah. is not, this is like 15 yeah. minimum. Yeah. Because like he's got things where he's like thinking to himself in these really rational, weird ways where like, mm-hmm. no disrespect to 11-year-olds. I know tons of 11-year-olds. Yeah. They're my boys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's like the, Thirteen, at least yeah. thirteen yeah, would have been a lot age. better mm-hmm. because uh, what's her face? Lex in the movie, she's mm-hmm. like thirteen, yeah, right. And then Tim is like nine, mm-hmm. and they just kind of swap it. So Lex in the book is very just kind of whiny the whole time, doesn't fully understand what's going on. It's yeah. kind of a game a little bit, and she's yeah. just like, "I want to go home. I'm hungry." Yeah, or like the Tyrannosaurus Rex is about to eat them. And she's mm-hmm. like, "I hate him." Yeah, she Lex is. For all the differences, Lex is equally unimpressed by the dinosaurs mm. in both the book and the movie. Like well, right. she wants nothing to do with them. Well, right. Well, in the movie, in the in the book, she's eight years old. Yeah. And in the movie, she's a vegetarian. Yeah. You know, so there's like the IQ level. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Dude, if you're not eating meat, man, is that? That's I'm just right. Kidding. We love the vegetarians out there. <laughs> I especially love the vegans. Uh, That's I, impressive. I, I can't help that, but be that's impressed fair. By that. that that is impressive. That takes I, a lot of commitment. It really does. As long as you aren't one of those like fake vegans where you have yeah. dietary restrictions, mm-hmm. so you have to be a vegan. Yeah, it's the role reversal of the fake. Yeah, it, they're just like, oh, you don't have to try. You literally can't do that. You'll die. Yeah, it's like you're not vegan because like you're the morality yeah, of it. Yeah, you're, you're you're pushed into the morality. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what do we got here? Let's uh let's go over the characters real quick before we take yeah. a break. Let's uh so we got we talked about Grant and how he's a little different. I was imagining have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People? No. With Sam Neill, uh Taika Waititi movie that came out last year. The guy that just did the new Thor. No. But uh, it's great. based on that. Yeah, I, I and might, he's I uh to check it out. It's a movie where uh Alan Grant uh Alan Grant fuck. <laughs> Sam Neill that plays Alan Grant goes into the woods with a kid. Okay. Kinda like this kinda, movie. Yeah, kinda yeah, like this uh, movie. And in the book, he's got like a big bushy beard, they mm-hmm. say. So I was kind of imagining, and he's older yeah. than Grant in this. So I was mm-hmm. almost imagining his character from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People in okay. this when I was reading it. Um, Laura Dern plays uh, Ellie Sattler in the movie. Her and Alan Grant are romantically involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the book, she's 24. He's in his 40s. She's a student of his that has come along with him for this. Uh, we talked about Ian Malcolm, played mm-hmm. by Jeff Goldblum. Uh, we got John Hammond, uh, played by Richard Attenborough mm-hmm. uh, in the movie. Lord Richard Attenborough is oh, amazing. Didn't, I didn't know that. Amazing actor, director, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, big difference. Yes, very much so. From the book to the movie. Yeah. In the, in the book, he's very much like whimsical and like oh like i i just want people to come and enjoy my park like i just have this fabulous amount of wealth and he's walt disney yeah he's walt disney yeah he's he's, he's just he's like dinosaur oh walt dear disney. me yeah. would you like to see the yeah. dinosaurs there's a scene where it's he's a terrible just... impression but yeah. that's yeah <laughs> we we knew who you were yeah um he there, there's a scene where he's just eating like three different tubs of ice cream like he's he's mm-hmm. just like a he's just like a big kid. Well, he's, and and the ice cream comes into play in the book yeah, too, is, yeah. in like a much darker way. Yeah, exactly. Um, in fact, I it, in the I could be I could be wrong, but in 
the movie when the lawyer Gennaro uh-huh. is like, yeah, we could charge whatever we want, like this much, this much. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Hammond says that in the book. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. they kind of flip it. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like uh, Hammond has like lines in the book where he kind of says like, oh, it's just for fun. Oh, like fun and blah, 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 blah. But he's got lines where he's like, and money. Yeah. Lots and lots of money. Like he's just yeah. like this evil little mm-hmm. corporate corporate dude, which is like, again, Michael Crichton's whole thing is like he doesn't like, he thinks like, you know, the people at the, the people involved in something, no matter how miraculous or amazing it is, they will be the faults that will like yeah. kind of tear it apart. Like, have you ever seen Congo? No. Uh, the Amy Good Gorilla movie? It's another one I, that the, it's yeah. a book he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very similar to this, only kind of more like a, a little bit more like a mythological fantasy than okay. science. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of science in it. And uh, he kind of deals with in both those like this kind of idea of like. Uh, people's faults will be the will be the downfall mm-hmm. of everything, whether it's just like the specific moment that you're in right now or just Earth. Okay, he's a very <laughs> he's a very morose man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but John Hammond in the book is is quite thick. Yes, like everybody else, mm-hmm. but he is very dickish. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it. They refer to him as. Uh, Everybody thinks that John Hammond is like this Walt Disney character. Right. And the lawyer, um, Gennaro, when he first shows up, who's also wildly different in the book, he's a main character. The yeah. lawyer, Gennaro, and in this in the book, he's like built. Yeah. He's super strong. Um, and uh, he like talks about how like John Hammond is like fucking shit up. Yeah. Uh, and Alan Grant's like, do you like that part where he like said John Hammond was some evil villain? Like. That guy's like Walt Disney. Everybody loves yeah. that guy. He's super nice, giving everybody money. Blah, blah, blah. He talks about blah. Uh, but he, you, he's revealed like that's a front, and mm-hmm. that he actually is like quite nefarious. Yeah. In the in the movie, he has that speech um, at the ice cream part when he talks about the flea circus, yeah. and that's kind of the only inkling you get of like, oh, this guy's kind of like a con man. Yeah. But in the book, obviously, because you know he has more more time and has to be, he can only use his words. He's more descriptive. But in the book, they're like, yeah, like he made people think he like genetically engineered like a pet elephant and like he had the flea circus. Yeah. And they basically explicitly say like, yeah, this guy, everything this guy does is a trick. Like he's not. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's an absolute liar. And that's uh, Alan Grant like finally blows up Mm -hmm. at uh, Gennaro towards the end and says like, you're culpable. Like this is your fault. You gave a bunch of money and put your trust in someone you knew to be an eccentric liar. Yeah. And this is all your fault. We need to go clean this mess up. Mm-hmm. Um, and John Hammond dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. John Hammond dies at the end. Uh, the compies get him. Yeah. Very unceremoniously. Like, they, I, it's, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, where's Hammond? He's like, Oh, he tripped and fell, mm-hmm. and uh, then the compies ate him. Yeah. And that's all you get. Well, and I love the, how he actually tripped. Uh, yeah. He's walking back, and he's thinking, that, that's one of my, that it, and it's it's a very small part of the book, and it's towards mm-hmm. the end, and I had a lot of favorite parts for that. That's yeah. one of my favorite parts, is where John Hammond's walking around after everything's happened, mm-hmm. they've cleaned everything up, uh, and he's walking around, and he's thinking to himself, uh... He's blaming everybody else, and he's mm-hmm. like, "It wasn't my fault. It wasn't the park's fault. The park's a great idea. I'm a genius. Uh, oh, it was uh, Wu's fault. It was Henry Wu's mm-hmm. fault. Blah 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 for this. And that. Oh, well, it was John Arnold's fault. 
Blowable for this. Uh, it was uh, Dennis Nedry's fault. Uh, uh, Ian Malcolm's fault. He's blaming yeah. everybody. And then he hears a Tyrannosaurus Rex roar. And he like freaks out and he runs away and he ends up tripping down this hill and breaking his ankle so he can't get back mm-hmm. up the hill. And then you find out the roar actually came from Lex and Tim are screwing around in the control right. room where they have noises for the, for, dif- for the different dinosaurs. And they use the T-Rex noise to like clear roads mm-hmm. like so they have it in like the cars and stuff and they can clear yeah. a road if there's a bunch of dinosaurs in there let the roar out they'll move mm-hmm. and he hears that and he's like the damn kids it's their fault yeah. too and he starts talking about that like yeah. even though he's the one i love in the book when the kids show up yeah because Gennaro, the lawyer is like yeah. what the fuck yeah. are you doing like don't do that yeah these are children and and hammond's like no no, no. and that again makes him even eviler in this because right. he's like i'm gonna throw my children in here as a distraction mm-hmm. my grandchildren yeah. as a distraction to try and like suit things up and put them in danger yeah but he's like they're gonna bring in the wonder and then everyone's gonna forget about right that they're in a park with monsters like mm-hmm and that's like in the movie when Alan Grant like first uh, when they're first uh, when they go to the um, Dilophosaurus. That's the first thing yeah. on the park ride mm-hmm. when they say you'll see Dilophosaurus. Mm-hmm. You see him go like Dilophosaurus, yeah. like a little kid, and he's got like a brochure in his hand. He like looks yeah. at the window, oh, bug eyed. Like where is it? Like I really love the wonder that they get in somebody who would be a paleontologist who's kind of stuffy Mm -hmm. and stuck up a little bit and he's like kind of quiet and reserved and then all of a sudden like he's a kid in the candy store yeah exactly in this this park yeah which um again going back to grant in the book he doesn't really have that twist of like oh now i like the kids from the beginning he's like i love kids like oh yeah that's a huge thing he doesn't have as much as i do which is a great Uh, change in the mm-hmm. in the movie because that's an arc. Yeah, exactly. Nobody really has an arc in this, right? Except for um, I wanted to say Gennaro, but he doesn't. Yeah, he kind of gets forced into everything. Yeah. I really like Gennaro's character mm-hmm. in the book, uh, where they kind of um, there's a character Ed Regis, who's yeah, not in the movie, not in the movie. that is the PR consultant yeah. for Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and he's kind of forced to be like their tour guide. Yeah. And he's the one that like runs out as yeah. soon as the T-Rex thing happens mm-hmm. just he's like the, the lawyer. Yeah, that like leaves. He yeah, when the lawyer runs out and Lex is like he left us in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's Ed Regis in the book. Right. Yeah. And then they the, he dies by a little baby Tyrannosaurus Rex on the island as well. Mm-hmm. And that eats him and so they find pieces of him just like they find pieces of the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so like they kind of took uh, Gennaro's character from the movie for the movie. They put a lot of his stuff on um, Ellie Sattler. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of stuff where she like she says, "I'll go with Muldoon" yeah. when he goes out. Um, and they really the thing with Gennaro is he's kind of like just like a, a person to be there for Muldoon to talk to, so we can hear Muldoon talk. Yeah. And explain things because mm-hmm. Muldoon wouldn't be thinking these things because right, he's exactly. like, I do this every day. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all it is, which I guess it makes sense to kind of bring his character down. But I really like the idea that he's like this kind of muscular dude who's yeah. the first one to be like, I'll help. And then the mm-hmm. more he helps, the more he's like, this is fucked. Yeah. I don't like this. And so I would have said his character changed. But by the end, he's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, which at the end, I guess, yeah, they go to like a. They got to go find the nests because they're going to bomb the island. They got to right. know how many 
uh, animal, how many raptors there were that like bred in the wild. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird the ending. Yeah, yeah the, the the book has ended. Like once yeah. they they get it and the helicopters are coming, mm-hmm. they have to wait a couple hours for the helicopters. And now we get to see what they do in that couple hours. I'm like, no, just get the helicopter there. Yeah. Get off the island. Yeah. Um. Do you have anything to say about Gennaro or um, movie or book? In the in the movie, um, it was I, I felt it weird because, like you said, in the book, like he's the first one that's like, "I'm gonna help." He's not. I mean, everyone, like you said, everyone's a dick, but mm-hmm. like he's kind of like not a yeah. huge dick. But in the in the movie, he's not that huge of a dick either. But he gets eaten by the T-Rex on the toilet. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's like, it's classic, like, lawyer, 90s lawyer thing where Uh, it's like, the lawyer, like, he's one of the ugly ones. Yeah, Yeah, But he's like, one of the bad ones. Yeah. He's like, we're going to make a lot of money off this, but you're looking at a dinosaur. Yeah. He's the, uh, Hammond has that line where he's like, oh, the only one on my side is the blood-sucking lawyer. Yeah, that's a great, I love that. That whole scene is fantastic the dialogue in this movie is really really good it mm-hmm. really is i mean yeah. david cope isn't very high in my repertoire of screenwriters he's kind mm-hmm. of like a dude that is what he did with this he's hired to come in and touch things up right uh i mean i th- and this is kind of like the thing that made him i think before mm-hmm. this it was really just if i'm not getting my hairs crossed here i think he definitely did oh well that, yeah it had to be death becomes her with Bruce Willis and, okay. um, oh God, that movie is so good. Have you ever seen Death Becomes Her? Uh, not that I can remember. Oh, that's a great movie. Um, I think I own that. I hope I do. Uh, and then he also did uh, Toy Soldiers. I don't, I think that's about it that I can remember. And this was kind of like his big, his big like hit in there. Um, but yeah, no, he, um, he's not a very good script. I don't even, I'm not even familiar with stuff that he's done since, right. no, I can't. Yeah. I can't even think about it. it kind of upsets me. Um, but yeah, like made some really good changes mm-hmm. to the movie to like lighten it up. The whole children, like uh, not liking kids arc. You know, I can't say if that's David Cope's or Michael Crichton's because Michael Crichton, you know, he had to condense it down and make it into a two-hour movie and put some like levity in there and try or not even like levity, just more like a story, mm-hmm. like within the characters for them to change and learn something and, uh, yeah. It's it's a good book. It is a good book. I I enjoyed reading it, but I definitely like the movie more. Totally. Yeah. You know, one of the things I really like about the movie is it only takes two hours to yeah exactly experience it. Yeah. The book's four hundred pages long. Yeah. It's it's a decently sized book for what they're doing. They, yeah. The attack doesn't like the 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 attack doesn't even start until like after page two hundred or something. Yeah. It's like you're halfway through the book and you're yeah. still like. It's the wonder. Same with the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie, like the attack, doesn't happen until like fifty minutes in, about halfway. Yeah, no, yeah. I would. I remember there's a line where uh, I think I forget where they are in the park. They might be like in the control room or something. But Tim's like, you see, you hear like his inner monologue, and it's like Tim was bored of all this science talk. He wants to see the dinosaurs, and I was like, me too, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> like I want to get to some dinosaurs. Do you just wait, Tim? You're gonna see these <laughs> yeah. things. Um, this is a pretty good time. We'll take a quick break and then, uh, we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more Jurassic Park. Hey guys, Mike Birch here popping in real quick to give you the heads up on Oscar season. 
You know, if you heard, there's this little thing called the Academy Awards. It happens in February. Counts all the movies from the last year, and they give them awards and stuff. You can be into it, or you cannot. But if you are into it, uh, you should run on back down our episode list. Uh, one of the first episodes we ever did was we covered the Oscar nominations uh, for the 2017 Academy Awards, covering all the movies from 2016. Um, we made some predictions. Some of them were correct. Some of them weren't. Uh, rightly and unjustly so in both regards. Uh, so run back there and check that out if you want to get a little taste about how we treat our Oscar season. Well, we're going to be doing another episode of that very soon in uh, conjunction with our uh, Best of 2017 podcast. Keep your eye out for that as well. Uh, also, if you want to um, listen to people talk more about books and movies, uh, you can head on back and listen to our Carrie uh, episode of Real Page Turner, where I was joined by the lovely Ramona Rodriguez to talk about the Stephen King book and the Brian De Palma film of the same name. Uh, so jump back and check that out. And uh, also tons more podcasts and articles at StoryScreenBeacon.com. All right, let's get back to some Jurassic Park. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, so let's uh, keep talking about it here. We were getting down the line of the characters. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we covered Gennaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Regis, you know, not, not a whole lot going on with him. Everybody gets like their own little uh, moment in the book yeah. to like kind of, you get a little backstory on him after you've known him for a bit. Uh, Ray Arnold, his character is called John Arnold, yeah. Samuel Jackson's character. Mm-hmm. Which is really confusing in the book, because uh, yeah. they keep saying John said, yeah. and it's John Hammond, John Arnold, and I'm like, which John is talking right now? They mainly yeah. refer to Hammond, like John Hammond as Hammond, mm-hmm. but I found it kind of confusing from time to time when they're in the same room. No, yeah, I could see that. Uh, they're pretty much like very similar characters, mm-hmm. uh, Samuel Jackson's character. Yeah. Chain smoking, just control room guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Newton. Is uh, Dennis Nedry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty solid. He's pretty yeah. on point. Mm-hmm. I like in the book, uh, it's a mystery who met with um, Dodson. Yeah. You don't know who it is. It's Dodson meets somebody at a bar. Mm-hmm. The guy's kind of a dick. You find out that he's going to steal some embryos and then he goes away. And all we know is that he's got a, he's got the can, the shaving yeah. cream can. And then we don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Or did I miss I... something? I think I it's th- supposed to be when when you finally get on the plane, you know that it's not Grant and you know that it's not yeah. Sattler, but you don't know who, if it's Gennaro mm-hmm. or if it's Ian Malcolm or if it's yeah. Dennis Nedry or any of these people at the island, whether it's uh, Ray Arnold, uh, there's also, um, or Ed Regis, or yeah. uh, also, um, what's the other character that's in the movie, briefly, Harding. The vet, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. guy that's oh. like fixing the triceratops. He's a bigger character. He's a, yeah, he's a much bigger character. He introduces the whole road clearing, like Tyrannosaurus roar. Mm-hmm. When they're heading back from like the, it's a Stegosaurus, I think, in the book. Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which was really interesting because that's it's like almost exactly the same scene, only like completely yeah, switched. They they get to spend more time with it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a mystery. Figure out like why is yeah. this thing sick. Yeah, uh, which uh, I actually learned reading this book. I didn't know what gizzards were, and then they talked about like, oh, birds don't have teeth, so like they use the the rocks to like chew. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. 
birds. 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 They're birds. Yeah. Uh, and then what else we got here? Um, um, Henry Wu. Yeah. Little Henry Wu. Little Henry Wu. He, uh, um, if I could jump back to Nedry real quick before we mm. dive into Wu. Absolutely. Go for it. Um, I, th- I think he was like most loyal to the book from the movie. Like the, he was pretty much the same. Yeah. They keep that yeah. whole plot pretty much like his character is mm-hmm. pretty much the same. I feel like they make him better in the movie. If yeah. anything, where they mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I love how with Nedry's first like two scenes, you mm-hmm. get who this guy is. Yeah. Like his like first scene, you're like, okay, this guy, he's kind of weaselly. Mm-hmm. He likes to eat. Uh, he's kind of very self-involved. And then in the second scene, you see like, oh, he's got money problems and he's yeah. not afraid to like bark back at mm-hmm. this super respectable man that everybody else has been showing respect to. And he's yeah. just like, rah, 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 rah. Apparently yeah. they made him uh, put on weight for this really? movie. Yeah, yeah, which well in the book, all you all they talk about is how fat he is. Yeah, they're just like, like how fat he is. Yeah, they're like poor guy. Like the, like every every scene he's in, it's like Nedry was there. He was eating a candy bar. You yeah, because he's mm-hmm. so fat. Because he's like, fat. Remember, remember, he's fat. They keep. I think this line is in both the book and the movie, but it's when he's like trying to get away with the the embryos, mm-hmm. and John Hammond's like, "Look by the vending machines." Yeah, yeah, you they know, say that because he's because he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> it was the nineties. It was filled no, with yeah. fat shaming. Like it was yeah. just like Michael Crichton hates fat people. Yeah, fat people are always the bad guy. Yeah, fat people and lawyers just mm-hmm. and Tim Curry and Tim Curry and Tim they, Curry. They get eaten by dinosaurs. Um, yeah, Henry Wu. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by B.D. Wong. Yes. Uh, who's also in Mr. Robot as oh, well. Is he? And yeah. he's he's phenomenal in Mr. Yeah. Robot. I can't even like talk about how phenomenal he is. Uh, he plays Henry Wu, who has a much bigger role oh, yeah. in the book. He's in it yeah. throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think in the movie, he's part of the crew that everybody leaves the island before the storm, mm-hmm. which is really weird in the yeah. movie. Like, the movie's not perfect. It's got these weird, no, yeah. like, kind of... Uh, <laughs> detachments from reality, I would call them, where yeah. it's like, you got everybody off that island except, yeah, like, these characters that we've been introduced to. Okay, I, that's a stretch, but I can believe that. Um, do you know about the, uh, one, the, one of the biggest glaring holes in Jurassic Park? Um, the, uh, with the T-Rex scene? The, uh, the, I might, but The T-Rex on. comes through the fence. Yeah. And then about... Five minutes later, the T-Rex pushes the car mm-hmm. right through the hole that it just made in the fence where it was ground oh, level, right. and now okay, it drops down yeah. like 50 feet. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, I've tried to figure this out. Yeah. It's just a fuck up. Yeah. And I don't understand how you fuck that up. Yeah, that, It was on I, like a set. I didn't even think of that. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I remember when somebody pointed it out to me. I was like, no, that's not true. They... No, they... And then you watch it again. You're like, oh, like, oh they yeah, just... They, they just they didn't just care yeah or didn't yeah i'm like they either messed up or they didn't care because yeah. like it still works that's how good the movie is like yeah, exactly. you, you, you just let it go you're yeah. like oh i don't care because i like the scene that happened before it the scene where it's happening and the scene that happens after it mm-hmm. i like so yeah so go you, for your it. brain's just like oh that doesn't happen but speaking of that that actually that reminded me in the book michael Crichton puts in so many like i want to say like plot hole fixers because like he's like it's like, well, what if the dinosaurs get out? Oh, we have like the lysine thing, and like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they're all female, this, that, the other thing. And he mentions moats that every yeah. enclosure has like a 
deep moat. Mm-hmm. But like that, it doesn't stop anything. No. Like why? Even when he was talking about it, I was kind of like, what are the, are they like afraid of water? Like animals, I yeah, guess maybe like, like they just don't want to go in it. And then that's not true because in the book we yeah. have several dinosaurs get into the water and like yeah, chase exactly. after them. You're like, well, I guess it's not, it's not that. Yeah. We also have the aviary mm-hmm. in the book where they just yeah. get like, it's horrifying where. Nah, yeah. I don't know, man. I thought I remembered somebody telling me that Grant dies in the book. And I couldn't, yeah. and I was like, when's it going to happen? And I yeah. really thought, I was like, that's interesting if they kill him mm-hmm. before the kids get back. And they oh, can yeah. say, like, the kids, when they finally get back, you know, I thought he was going to die in the aviary. I thought he was going right. to, like, get picked up and just, like, and Grant was gone. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, shit, they just killed the main character. Yeah. I thought that was going to happen, but it never does. He gets to he gets to be Joey Badass yeah. <laughs> going down. Oh, Joey Badass, yeah, who is an yeah, actor. Yeah. And a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. He's just dropping dropping bars. Drop yeah, just getting that. All throughout the book. I'm so not cool. Uh when Joey Badass showed up in Mr. Robot. Oh, he's in he's Mr. In Mr. Robot too. Wow. When he showed up in Mr. Robot, I didn't know who Joey Badass yeah, was. Like, oh. I had heard some songs from him and I was not aware that the name of the artist was Joey Badass. Yeah. With two dollar signs for the S's, which is badass. Yes. Hence uh, the name. Yeah, I felt really uncool. I'm usually really hip with all that stuff. But yeah. not not that one. Um Yeah, I thought he was gonna get it in the aviary. Uh Henry Wu, going back to that, was that the tangent we started on? Yeah. <laughs> uh Henry Wu's great in it. He's kind of like a foil for Hammond to like kind mm-hmm. of bounce off of each other and uh explain like how big of a dick Hammond is and and Wu is kind of like the science bad guy. Like if yeah. Hammond's the corporate bad guy, mm-hmm. he's kind of the science one who's kind of, he's yeah. the leader of the scientist who's taken it too far because mm-hmm. Hammond was kind of like, I'll give you all the money you want. You can do whatever you want. No restrictions. Just go. And yeah. he's kind of like, uh, we were talking about like he's, uh, he wants to change them. Yeah. He's like, um, he's like, hey, like we, people, people don't want to see this because these are real dinosaurs. They want to see the dinosaurs that they think they know. So mm-hmm. like we should make them slower we should make them like different colors and like look cool like what people expect yeah. to see like they want it like the idea of dinosaurs like they say yeah. in the book especially they're like they're way faster than everybody yeah, thought exactly. everybody thought of dinosaurs as these kind of slow moving mm-hmm. things but they're actually like all very quick mm-hmm. um the and henry Wu has that ice cream scene yeah. with hammond where hammond is just eating ice cream in, uh, I guess you could call it, it's not him being naive. He understands what's going on, but he's kind of, uh, what's the word here? I'm on my second cup of coffee. I should oh, be yeah. able to do this now. Um, it's kind of like avoiding. Like the yeah, thing. he's avoiding. He's throwing it away and he's he's kind of like uh, shirking the responsibility, which is what comes up in his death mm-hmm. later on. And he's just kind of eating the ice cream. He's like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. He keeps saying like, by the time we're done with this ice cream, they'll be back and we'll be good to go. And we'll yeah. be all right. And he's just kind of like, you know, it's the privilege that he's had where he he just thinks things are going to work out because they always have. Right. You know, uh, which I think is a very interesting turn. I really like both Hammonds equally, but they're two <laughs> aggressively different yeah, characters. They're, they're extremely different. Um, neither one really take responsibility, but it's for very different reasons. Right. Yeah. The, you know, uh, Richard Attenborough's performance in Jurassic Park is just like he's like 
I want to like that guy. He's yeah. so sweet. Look how nice he is. But there's also like a, there's like a, there's a couple, he, he's lying in that one too. Like, but mm-hmm. in, it's more like these gentle ways, like where yeah. uh, I notice it watching it this time. And I've seen this movie dozens of times and I right. never noticed it before. And maybe I think it's from reading the book and understanding where some of the story's coming from. Mm-hmm. There's a scene when they're about to start Jurassic Park, the ride essentially. Yeah. And Samuel Jackson starts it and looks at John Hammond and there's a close up of John Hammond and he looks at him and he goes, mm-hmm. like he's he's like, this is intense. And I always took it as like, it's, we're finally here. Mm-hmm. Here we are. But now I take it as like, there are a lot of problems with the park. Mm-hmm. And they lied to everybody in the book and they lied to everybody like to say everything's absolutely fine. But in like the movie, there's like item 151 on today's glitch list. Yeah. So you're sending these people out into the dinosaurs and yeah. you got glitches all over the place. They got butterfingers. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty wild. It's it's I think that I didn't pick up on that either. I always read it as like he's like, ooh, showtime. Showtime, like, here we here. go. But, but he's I think like, you're right. He's like, I hope they don't die here from these dinosaurs. <laughs> I just sent like, my grandchildren out there. Uh they don't say anything about the fact that the kids are having a are going the kid the kids aren't going through a divorce. They're not yeah. married. Their parents are going <laughs> the through a divorce. The kids are getting divorced. The kids are getting divorced. They've had they're a really tough time. They don't mention that in the movie right no there's more there yeah he's when they show up he's like oh our target audience so it's much more like oh i just brought my kids here because you know kids love dinosaurs Mm -hmm. but in the book it's like oh yeah they're having a tough time so i figured i'd bring them in Mm -hmm. and like let them test it out which is true because the kids even bring that up Mm -hmm. they talk about how like the dad is kind of always beats tim down Mm -hmm. and like so he's got dinosaurs on the brain. He likes yeah. Lex more because she's like likes ba- uh, yeah. baseball and sports. The Mets. Do you? I meant to Google this. Uh-huh. Do you know what she means when she says "Who wants to play a little pickle"? Pickle? Yeah. Uh, if I'm familiar with the term pickle, that's playing catch. Okay. And I think it's kind of like a horse game where it's like okay. if you catch it, it, every time you miss, you get a number or something like that. Okay. I could be completely making that up. I... But that's when she said that. I was like, oh, I think that's catch. Yeah. I, yeah, because when, because she says it to, I think, Gennaro, and he's like, yeah, sure. And then they just start playing catch. And I was like, why didn't she just ask if yeah. you wanted to play catch? So I think there's like a game to it, okay. like a competition or something. Uh, but I'm, again, I'm not exactly sure. Not that's, that's not something I would Google. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm like, pickle. You I remember when she did pickle? say it, I was like, what the fuck yeah, does that mean? This <laughs> eight year old. Yeah, this eight year old. This divorce uh, has been rough. She's really. Yeah, this, she's, uh, she, she's coming up with games. Yeah. Um, let's see here. We got Wu. I think we've about covered the characters, which is like, that's really the interesting thing because pretty much everything else kind of plays out more or less like yeah. it does in the movie. Um, I, there's a whole plot beforehand that kind of gets the whole thing kicked off, which I really don't like because there's, there's like three things surrounding Alan Grant that are going to get him to this island that all happen in the span of 10 minutes. Yeah. And where it's like, oh, they've, uh, there's some compies, uh, there's these lizards that Mm -hmm. are eating kids. Scariest part of the book with the baby. Oh yeah. The three compies sitting over a baby crib and then uh, it's like super scary. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they, they find like a leg of this like, uh, supposed lizard, yeah. And they send it to the University of Columbia, 
And they look at it, and it's like, oh, it looks like a dinosaur. And they, they fax Alan Grant a picture of it. And he's like, oh, my God, it looks like a dinosaur leg. Yeah. Uh, just after he had a meeting with a lawyer who's like, John Hammond's got this weird island, and I'm looking into it. And he said that you signed off on it a couple of years ago. Yeah, I've never been there, but I signed off on it. That's interesting as well. Oh, that's interesting. We have a dinosaur leg. Then he gets a call from John Hammond who's like, hey, you should come to my island. This all happens like... It's a little too much yeah. on Grant yeah. to like push him to go. Like all they gotta do is like he's gonna give him a bunch of money. He can just go. Yeah, that's what they do in the movie. He's I, just like he's like, you want me to pay for like yeah. your digs, and he's like, yeah, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. Which I think is another thing that just makes Hammond like more whimsical. Because in the in the book, he sends Gennaro the lawyer, mm-hmm. and he convinces him, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we've had a business relationship with Hammond. He's been paying for our digs. But in the movie, he just like appears in his trailer and like pops oh, yeah. champagne. Pop champagne. And he's like, like I for th- today, he's I like, guarantee it. Yeah. He's like, I think I, I think you're gonna like it. And it's like mm-hmm. It's right up your alley. Yeah, that's There's what he's great saying. lines in this thing, man. Yeah. I, I heard myself like saying them before they were coming, and yeah. I was like, Yeah, these are good. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. Um But yeah, he's uh he uh I feel like the whole compy thing in the plot beforehand of finding mm-hmm. that and the baby stuff, that's for the plot that they drop in the movie, yeah. like in service of that ending that doesn't really fit tonally or anything, which is uh, the dinosaurs are getting off the island. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah. There's a ticking clock in mm-hmm. the book where uh, right before the big attack starts, they see uh, the boat that's left for, because of the storm. Right. They see that there's like, there's like raptors, baby or velociraptors on it, yeah. on it and it, they're not eating anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. How can they see them if That's, they're... There was a weird line we could, because they spend a lot of time setting up that Tim has the night vision goggles. Yes, they do. And they're looking at the boat and then like they're talking on the radio and uh, Ian Malcolm's like, how can he see? And Grant's like, kids can see well. Yeah. And then they just go on. It's like, no. No, they can't. No, Dr. Like, what Grant. Are you ta- like, they, yeah, had, they can see all right. Like He's wearing you... night vision goggles. That's night... why he can see. And it's... uh. They see some velociraptors on the boat, and they're like, the boat will get to the mainland in 18 hours, and that's yeah. ticking clock, which is stupid. You don't need it. Like, yeah. The fact that you could be eaten by dinosaurs if you don't get mm-hmm. to the safe visitor center, that's enough to push you. Yeah. And I guess they're kind of like, they needed to come up with a way, in a book, I guess it's a little bit different. In, in a movie, you can just show characters moving forward, like, we got to get back to the visitor center. In the book, they could just say, like, we're going to stay here mm-hmm. now. Because it wouldn't make any sense to leave this place. The first safe yeah. place they find, mm-hmm. we're going to stay right here yeah. now, and we're not going to leave. Yeah. But, like, so they go, like, oh, we got to go. And they have a river that they go on, and the T-Rex is, like, chasing them for some reason. It's very odd. The T-Rex mm-hmm. just keep coming after them. It's a whole island. Yeah. A lot of things for it to eat, and it just mm-hmm. keeps trying to eat them. And I kept waiting to see if uh, it was because... Something with the baby T-Rex, which is kind of like uh, the Lost World, mm-hmm. where like they have a baby T-Rex and the T-Rex is like follow them. Also with the Lost World, uh, the first, pretty much the first scene in the book is the first scene in the second movie, which right. is the little girl and the family go to the mm-hmm. beach and she sees a compie and yeah. she starts to play with it, feeds it a little bit, like wants to feed it like a sandwich and then like, a, like attacks her. Yeah, that's what I thought because I was like, oh, like. This seems familiar, but I know this is in the second one, so mm-hmm. I guess they just put it into the... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, like Muldoon's character, who we didn't talk about, yeah. uh, in the book, has a lot of stuff in this one. 
that kind of is Pete Postlewaite stuff in the second mm-hmm. one, who's the hunter. Yeah. Kind of. Like, in this one, he's more of a drunk. Yeah. Muldoon's character, which sucks because Muldoon's character is used so, like, lightly. Mm-hmm. And broad strokes in the movie where you're yeah. like, he's a badass. Yeah, like he's, he's he all he is is he's a dinosaur hunter, mm-hmm. and that's cool as fuck. And that's cool. Like, and he's just like, they should all be destroyed. Yeah, he's got that like pinned up. He's got that hunter dinosaur hat. hunter yeah, hat. Dinosaur where hunter. it's like it's specifically a dinosaur <laughs> yeah. hunter hat. And uh, he, the movie starts off with him uh, losing a worker to mm-hmm. the Velociraptor. Yeah. And the book starts out with uh, Ed Regis, yeah, uh, bringing um, a wounded worker mm-hmm. uh, to an island just off of Isla Nublar, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he's got a Velociraptor like uh, bite and uh, yeah. slash and everything. And this doctor's trying to figure it out. Uh, I, I like the suspense, not the suspense per se, because like we, the reader, know that it's a dinosaur. Yes, but I liked how they had to be like. Yeah, like some uh, some construction yeah. uh, equipment like ran over him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that? But it looks like he was like attacked. And they were like, well, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't. And she's like, no, like he definitely was. Like I, I liked that. Um, in the, I, I feel like in the book, because there's a lot more of like outside world, mm-hmm. you, you see the a lot of the like, they have to keep the dinosaur is a secret until oh, absolutely, they open. Yeah. Because it's slow it's a slower burn. And yeah. uh, and you know, this is also uh the the guy says um Solaraptor. Yeah. And she's like, is that Spanish? Nobody and the mm-hmm. guy who speaks Spanish is in the room is like, it's not Spanish. Yeah. Because he's actually saying Velociraptor. Right. But this is nineteen ninety Nobody knows what a fucking Velociraptor exactly. is because Jurassic Park hasn't come out yeah, yet. Yeah, I, as I was reading it, I was like, how does no one know what it's, a raptor is? But I grew up in a post-Jurassic right. Park world. Right, so like, it's like back in 1975, you're like, what's a lightsaber? Yeah, Never exactly. heard of that. What What is that? Yeah. It's, uh, and and they figure out, like, raptor in Spanish means, like, uh, an abductor of children. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. And then the compies show up and they eat babies. So it's like, ah, a wicked web is being... Webbed. Webbed. Or strung. I like webbed. Yeah, it's being yeah. webbed. Yeah, you know. It's being webbed out. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that was really interesting where you're reading it and it's like bef- you're reading this classic thing, you know, uh, almost 30 years after it's come out and like the cultural yeah. implications that it made where you're just like, you don't need to explain that to me for a page. I understand what it is. Yeah, exactly. I know what chaos theory is. I've seen fucking Jurassic Park. Yeah. And you just like explain. Yeah. Laning chaos theory. I've, to I've seen Jeff Goldblum drop the water. I got it. Her yeah, hand. like tiny, I know what tiny like it was. Imperfections in the skin. Oh, it's a microscopic. He's so he's fucking so good. good in this movie. When he's when they both get out of the car and he's like, "Who would have thought that he jumped from a moving vehicle?" Oh, that's you, you yeah. followed him too. Like that's uh, now here I am uh, yeah, uh, talking to myself. That, that's chaos. Yeah. There, there was a scene where he does something, and uh, Ramona and I were like, that's just B-roll of Jeff Goldblum. Like, he's just talking to himself, and they, like, had the camera on him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. That's a line. Yeah, there's a great line he has is uh, when Grant is walking up, and he's like, uh, I think I'm out of a job. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum comes out, and he's like, don't you mean extinct? Yeah. Which, is that in the book? 
I, I don't, feel like somebody says something there, like you're there's, extinct. There's like some kind of extinct like yeah. Because there's a like uh, there's there's a story that that's a line of dialogue that was put in the script because it was what happened between um, the name escapes you right now. Phil Phil something. Um, he was a stop motion animator, best oh, in the yeah, world that yeah, yeah, got yeah. hired to do this before they realized they were going to be doing CG mm-hmm. and. Um, they saw CG and he was like, uh, I guess I'm out of a job. And Steven Spielberg was like, don't you mean extinct? Yeah. I'm fucking Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking nuts. There's a, there's a great meme with uh, Phil. I forget his last name. But uh-huh. he, uh, he's credited as dinosaur supervisor. Yeah. So I've seen that. You have yeah, one job, Phil? One job, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's good. But yeah, I can't remember if that was in the... The Booker. I, I feel don't like there's a line there's that's got, there's definitely kind an extinction of like pun. that. Yeah. yeah, there's like a pun where it's like, "Well, paleontologists are fucked." Yeah, better find a new job, loser. Yeah. Oh, I think that is what it is. Yeah, something I, like I is think, like I'm yeah. gonna have to find like. Well, I guess in the book they're a little bit more uh, positive about it. Where like this changes yeah. everything. They're, all the advances we'll be able to find yeah. out. Blah 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 blah. Um. I mean, yeah, it's it's really a book. Mm-hmm. Thrilling. Very thrilling. Very thrilling. Mm-hmm. If you can get through all the jargon, mm-hmm. it's a very fun book. But I was, they lay it on thick, and they lay it on for a long time. Yeah, I was talking to uh, uh, my girlfriend about it, because I have a girlfriend. Oh. I'm in love with her. Oh. And she's in love with me. They live together. We live together. Mm-hmm. Uh, about how, like... He goes on these rants where, like, it feels more like Michael Crichton than the character talking. Mm-hmm. And it works with Ian Malcolm. And to an extent, it also works with John Hammond because they're both kind of uh, uh, bullshitters yeah. in very different ways. Uh, Ian Malcolm is just very obsessed with this idea and mm-hmm. uh, he's very pretentious. And um, John Hammond is just, like, constantly just trying to con his way out of a situation and just over-explain things and ignore things. Um this kind of false uh, naivety. Yeah. Uh, and it's them doing it is fine, but it starts to become where like neither, none of that, nobody has a voice of their own when they go on these big rants where it like, it just sounds like Michael Crichton and then right. everybody else is also doing it and they just start mm-hmm. have waxing full fo- fo- like you're bleeding from your leg. There's Velociraptors yeah. trying to get in the ceiling are trying to get in and there's a ticking clock and you're just like, by the way, yeah, scientists fucking suck because, like, yeah, you already talked. We talked about this yeah. already. Well, you're ever brought. And again, you can blame the morphine, which right. is what they kind of start doing with Ian Malcolm, where he starts getting a little bit more eccentric and mm-hmm. like kind of like speaking in, in like loops and repeating himself. But everybody does it. Yeah, all throughout the book, people are just like, like Muldoon, just like out of nowhere. I think has a thing where he starts talking about like the Earth and like yeah. how the Earth will fight back, and you're like. What are you? You're, yeah, you're a drunk dinosaur hunter. Yeah. What are you talking about? This just, word? just be rad. Like don't. Talk and the about other people that. in the room, they're not like shut up. They're like, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What do you mean? Do go on about not hunting dinosaurs, mm. Mister Drunk <laughs> Badass Dinosaur Hunter, which no one would do. Like, yeah, he's like, can you explain that a little bit more for our readers? Uh, for me, yeah, for our readers. please. Thank you so much. Um, but it's a really good book. I highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah. You know, it's a little on the long side, but mm-hmm. I really wouldn't want to cut too much out, except yeah. for the ending. You don't need the ending. The ending yeah. is fucking weird. So the end, it, we explain it. They got to go down and get the nests and... Yeah, they go. They, they got to, like, 
see how many eggs are because like, because of the ticking clock, mm-hmm. right? That's oh, that's how we got off because yeah, that's the whole point with the compy leg and everything, and then the epilogue is uh, which I love the idea of uh, Alan Grant like bearded and everything after this, like sitting by poolside at yeah. this fancy hotel in San Jose mm-hmm. and um, watching these two kids play in the pool. Mm-hmm. It's a weird like ah, oh, he's their father figure now, mm-hmm. but. At the same time, it's like their parents aren't dead. No, they're not. They're not dead. They're not dead. They're getting a divorce. They're getting but a like, divorce. They still have their parents. Mom's mom's uh, sleeping around with this yeah. new hunk, yeah. and they don't know what dad's up to. Yeah, dad uh, just doesn't like Tim. Yeah, dad's got a really dick part in this where they talk really about does. when they're at a museum. Yeah, and Tim like saw. Uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex has like too many vertebrae and he's mm-hmm. counting the vertebrae in the spine. And he's just like, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. And he goes and asks the guard and he comes back and he's like, oh, it was true. That's crazy. How'd you know that? And I'm just like, oh God, if my fucking son did that, I'd be like, dude, that's awesome yeah. that you knew that. How did you find that out? That's yeah, crazy. Exactly. I didn't tell you that. How'd yeah. you find that out? I'd, I'd be so excited by that. But yeah. he's just like kind of a dick. He's just like, ah, you're a loser. I'm going to go watch the Mets. Go watch the Mets, yeah. Let's go Mets. And then, like, Grant, no, he tells that story to Grant, and Grant's like, oh, was it Dinosaur MD2440? Yeah. yeah, how'd you know? Because I'm your dad. Yeah. Figure. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and I like the idea, they, too. Like, you would they're think so that, close uh, to that. It's like, oh, I'm your real dad. I'm your real dad now. I'm going to adopt you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that would, I, I mean, honestly, Gennaro should have been the kid's dad. Yeah. Oh, that would have that ooh. like that should and just twist it around a little bit where he's like he agrees to have them come mm-hmm. and he wants to stick with them the whole time, but then they like go out on the tour and he's yeah. like, Oh, I'm gonna stay behind. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, yeah, Oh, I have to and that's great. why he's going out with Meldoon. So he's kind yeah. of like a more uh proactive Hammond, where Hammond's like, yeah. get my grandchildren back. Yeah. He's more like, I'm gonna go out there and get them. Yeah. And slowly he starts getting more and more worried. Like, they're already gone, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And he's getting a divorce as well. And mm-hmm. I think that would have been a little that bit more interesting. That would have been very, very And then he dies. Yeah. And then, and then the mom is like, uh, I joined a cult. Yeah. I'm putting the kids up for adoption. Yeah. Is there any bearded paleontologist that might want to adopt my kids? Anyone out there? And it's like, oh, I think I might be. And he's like, well, I'm, I don't have too much of a problem with kids, but I don't really know them. I'd probably have to go through some kind of a... I don't know, traumatic situation yeah. with them involving dinosaurs because I'm super into dinosaurs. Yeah. And he's like, kind of a loser. Yeah. He's so into <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs really in the is. book. He's into dinosaurs, and in the book, he's super into beer. He I loves beer. Yeah, yeah I they, like that. They, um, when Gennaro first shows up, he's like, how long you been digging? And he's like, 60 cases. And he's like, what? He's like, oh, we measure time by beer cases. Yeah, like we start off with 100. Yeah. I thought that was really yeah, I good. Th- I was like, that's a that's a good, that's a measurement of time I can get behind. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like the one thing that's really cool about the book, that I, which is why I would highly, re- would you recommend the book? I, I mean, that's, yeah. I think it's the characters in it mm-hmm. are pretty much the same characters from the movie. They're just switched and like and spread out and they get yeah. to do more and you get to explore them more and it's a lot of fun because having seen the movie so many times when you see these characters names you're like picturing the yeah. actor that portrayed them in your head but then mm-hmm. they're explaining what they look like and you're like oh that's a little different so now you mm-hmm. you've kind of created this mesh of like Michael Crichton's intent on how they looked 
how you know they look in the movie and your mm-hmm. own imagination of kind of mixing those two together. Yeah. And you kind of come up with this alternate reality Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. Where, you know, the the sister is younger than the brother. And, like, uh, it's, I, I really, really enjoy the book. I, the, yeah. All the scenes, like the T-Rex scene and the, mm-hmm. the kitchen scene in particular is really great. Yeah. Where it's dark and Tim's got the... The night vision goggles, and he's mm-hmm. got to try and lure the velociraptor into the fridge with stakes. Yeah. And try and get him in there. And then she's, and then Lex has to try and put the, the pin in the thing to lock it in there. It's pretty good. And then yeah. Tim is the one that does the computer stuff. Yeah. He's the that, hacker. Yeah. I, I love that, uh, that somewhat clunky line in the movie where she's like, I'm a hacker. I'm a hacker. That's what I said. And then You're I was a nerd. Like, Ah, uh, she's gonna fix the computer. She's gonna fix the computer. Yeah, she knows yeah. how to do it. Yeah, I love Samuel Jackson. Like, damn, I hate this hack of bullshit. Yeah, so good. This is like '93, uh, and they, they probably shot it in '92. Mm-hmm. So this is before Pulp Fiction. Yeah, this is this, this is, is Samuel Jackson's about to do it. Yeah, he's about to do <laughs> something very special. Yeah. Uh, Little did we know. That's also too. So they uh, he had uh, Steven Spielberg had just made Hook. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen I, Have you seen Hook? I've seen Hook. I I just I didn't realize it was uh, that old. He made Hook, and he was about to make uh, Schindler's List. Okay. And then he was talked into like doing pre production on Jurassic Park. He released Jurassic Park and uh, and Schindler's List in the same year. Okay. Which is crazy. Yeah, they've two very different. Very different movies. He actually as uh, he made Jurassic Park, and then he went and started doing while he was. Filming Schindler's List, he was doing post production on oh, yeah. Jurassic Park, and he said it was one of the most challenging and like almost drove him insane. Man. Jumping from the tones of like oh, yeah. this completely fan serving like adventure of like mm-hmm. bright eyed Spielberg stuff to him really trying to like redefine himself as a director and not get stuck in this kind of epic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Schindler's List, which ended up becoming like, you know, I mean, Schindler's List is arguably Steven Spielberg's like best movie. Yeah, I mean, it's that's a controversial debate to have yeah. because he's got so many great movies. Like, but like Schindler's List is I, a movie I, that I don't think anybody else really could have handled. Yeah. with um, the tenacity mm-hmm. and the and the the gentleness that he has with it, and it's really weird. And every time I watch the movie, I always think like I'm gonna be bored. At certain parts of like, oh, I remember it's long, it's kind of boring, yeah. but it's so like it, it hooks you in. It really does. In the same way he does with like sci-fi stuff, where he just you believe that ET is real, and mm-hmm. you you believe that this te- this professor from a university that could be an archaeologist and like uses a yeah. whip to like swing from you believe it, mm-hmm. and he does it in this really kind of tragic way where you believe that these characters are real because they're based on real people or based on real events and. It's really crazy to me that he did Jurassic Park and Schindler's List yeah. in the same year. And pulled them both off. Like and that, pulled them both off. You'd think one would end up kind of weird. Yeah. But like they... I mean, Schindler's List, he won Best Director, Best mm-hmm. Picture, finally got the gold. And Jurassic Park was uh, the most successful movie of all time for the next four years until Titanic came out. Yeah. Made like, fuck, almost a billion dollars. Yeah, after, I think it was, it was like 900 and something mm-hmm. million dollars it made. That's fucking crazy. It's, yeah. And then Jurassic, and then The Lost World came out. And yeah. Was, uh, eh, sorry. Yeah, they were like, not, not this time, There's Steve. interviews with him where he's like, we, we went to the drawing board, and we, 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 we were, you know, like, we, we were like, well, what, what would be exciting to do? And all of a sudden, we're in, we're in San Diego, yeah. and I'm making a Godzilla movie. He says something, he's like, yeah. 
the adult in me is ashamed. And I was like, that's a great line. That's a Why great did you just line. say that on camera to yeah. people? <laughs> so what do we do? We we double down on the gold bloom and we uh, we put the, we put I mean, the that's dinosaur the only, in suburbia. That's the only reason I watched that. And the, oh, yeah. the gymnastic scene, of course. Oh, yes, of that's course. Very, like, somebody. And Vince Vaughn. Somebody thought that was a good yeah. idea. And then... Nobody yeah. stopped them. I love I love scenes like that where you're watching it. I was like, at no point in the process, no one was like, "Hey, this is kind of silly." Should this we? This is kind of uh, tonally deaf. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Shouldn't do that. There's also like some stuff where like uh, <laughs> inappropriate would be a good word for it. Like, have you seen the movie Valerian? This is the last tangent we get. I, I'll I, wrap this yeah. up. I, I haven't seen Valerian. Okay, Valerian. I finally just saw Valerian in the in the City of a Thousand Planets. And the movie is super cool. Oh, yeah? But it is super dumb. Yeah. It is a stupid movie. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. But the mm-hmm. things that they're doing are so fucking cool. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. It's a little long. But the movie is so fucking unintentionally misogynistic. Oh, yeah. It is crazy. If that movie, I think came out in like May or June. Mm-hmm. If that movie had come out in like October in the midst of all this like sexual oh, harassment yeah. stuff, the movie literally starts with a guy, with a man sexually harassing his coworker. Oh. He's like, it's Valerian and um, Lorelei, I think her name is. Okay. Uh, they don't really give her a lot to do in the movie. Uh, they're like coworkers mm-hmm. and they're like bounty hunters or something like that, government workers. And he's like just trying to like, he's just trying to fuck her. Okay. And she's like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, please. And she's like, that's pathetic. And I'm like, this is pathetic. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm in love with you. And she's like, no, you're not. You've you've slept with every female coworker you've ever had. And then he's like, you've got a playlist. Right? What? And which, and like, there's, like, pictures of them or something like that. And I'm like, a playlist isn't pictures. That's a slideshow. Yeah. A playlist has, like files in it that you yeah. can press play yeah. what does that mean Hence the word playlist, playlist. and he and she's like once you delete them then maybe i'll consider it and i'm like that not how women work what yeah. is that <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later in the movie but 10 minutes real time he asks her to marry him your but, face is amazing right now yeah, like you, you, i wish you could see it and then she's like absolutely not that's ridiculous to me and i'm like yeah that's ridiculous yeah. but then like he walks away and she kind of gives a look like maybe i'd marry him i'm like what the fuck are you doing it's I, insane i'm genuinely perplexed but it's, it's insane like you know and i don't want to be mean to the movie because the movie actually is very cool mm-hmm. and i had a lot of fun watching it yeah but it's just like it's weird shit like that where you're just like this is inappropriate who fucking thought yeah. that this was a love story that you can go for? Like, right. Luc Besson himself is kind of just like a kind of like misogynistic dude just by nature. Mm-hmm. He's fucking French. Right. Not that all French are that. They're just <laughs> kind of, French, uh, but... I think maybe I just, ah, I'm not going to get into this. It's, yeah. <laughs> this maybe, is, this is maybe not. Yeah. But uh, it was very odd. And sometimes you see these things like the gymnastic scene in Lost yeah. World. That's how we got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just like, that's a little, how did nobody? Yeah. What is going? I don't know. And Julianne Moore. Yeah. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yeah. Early, early Vince Vaughn. Chilling. He's like, I was just in Swingers. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Nice Uh, to see you. Yeah, I am totally a character that is definitely going to die. Yeah. But But I don't. It's going to be a fun ride. That's, everybody's excited about uh, Jeff Goldblum's coming back for Jurassic Mm -hmm. World 2. And Sam Neill came back for Jurassic Jurassic Park 3. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I want Vince Vaughn's character. That would to be come great. Back. I'd love for him to have that line of like, uh, what is it? It's like, 
uh, well, where's the backup? It's like, oh, they, they sent him. Well, what is it? Me. Or like something like Plan B or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's they've like they got like a weird. B. I enjoy it. It's yeah. very clunky, but yeah. I was like, that's cool. And no, it's no, coming it, out of Vince That's another mouth. thing. Like the Lost World is kind of a cool movie. Yeah. In the same way, like with Valerian. It's like, oh, it's cool. They're doing a lot of stuff. Like, oh, they're. Yeah. What is it? I think there's like 63 digital shots of dinosaurs mm-hmm. in um, Jurassic Park. In the Lost World, there's something like. Like. Uh, 300 or something yeah. like there's a lot they double mm-hmm. down on everything yeah. and they're like toys toys yeah toys toys like they have michael Crichton write a novel so they yeah. can make a second movie oh yeah i forgot he <laughs> he had to have written the second book yeah. just so they could just so the they movie. could make a movie and oh, it's wow. like i think they completely <laughs> they completely detached from it like spielberg put in like the long lingering shot on nedry's uh shaving cream can right so he's like if we ever make a sequel that's going to be incorporated, like because mm-hmm. there's those embryos and somehow mm-hmm. they survived, blah, blah blah. And then he read the book and it was like site B, and he was like, "That's more interesting." Which I guess, yeah, it's kind of weird that nobody mm-hmm. brought that up, yeah, at all yeah, in like, the first book. Like, it's almost like, as if you didn't have that idea yeah. when you made that movie. Like not during, like when the, all this stuff goes down, they're like, "Oh gee, I hope the other one's okay." Like no one, something. Yeah, something. Like just a little something. something. Yeah, it's it's like you said, almost as if they didn't almost, think yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like somebody would be like, you're literally saying you you have a whole part of the movie and the <laughs> book where you walk us through how the dinosaurs are made, born, raised, and put in the wild. At no point did you say, and during this time we take them and we grow them over there. Yeah, and then we bring them back. That sounds fucking stupid. Why yeah. would you do that? Just put them in the Just, park. Yeah. You have a whole island where, like, you can keep them safe. Mm-hmm. There's no gates and stuff on Site B, right? Like, I don't think so. It doesn't seem like there's fences. Yeah. I don't it's, know. Maybe it's I'm wrong. Just, I, as far as I remember, at least from the book, I haven't read the book, but... I kind of want to read The Lost World I might now, check it out Just now. so I can double down and yeah. be like, oh, I've... Oh, me? <laughs> I want to be uh, the one guy in the room yeah, that's, that's read right. The Lost World. Yeah. So if it ever comes up, I'll be like, hey, has anybody here read The Lost World? I can be like... I'm your uh, man. Me. I'm your I, man. I can be of service. I got you. What do you What do you want to know? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. It's a dumb. <laughs> it's an obvious cash grab. Yeah. Very unsuccessful. Gymnastic scene does not translate well onto the page. Oh, do you, you think that. it's a... Oh, I wonder I if I would love is. if it was in the... It's like, soon, Jeff Goldblum's daughter came twirling through the air and kicked wow, the Wow, that makes me the... really want to read the <laughs> yeah. book. To, it's a page turn. Just yeah. like, where is it? Where? Where is the gymnastic scene? I'm not even going to Google it. I want to yeah. savor it. Um... All right, I think we've uh, jargoned about this enough. Uh, Oh, real quick, Jurassic World, thumbs up, Uh, thumbs down? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. There there are some problems with it, of course, Mm -hmm. as there are with every movie. Um, And I can see where people are coming from when they're like, oh, it sucks. But I think people, like, don't give it enough credit. That's fair. Yeah. I think that that's how I feel about it, where I I watched it, I didn't like it. But I feel like I'm not giving it enough credit. Yeah. You know, I like everybody that's involved with it. Uh, mainly, I guess. Yeah. I remember uh, the first, like, half an hour, I thought it was really cool to see John Hammond's dream come true. People yeah. were excited. People were having fun at this mm-hmm. at this amusement park. And, I, and, like, the first time that John Williams score comes up, you kind of get goosebumps. Yeah. I remember that. And then, like, once they kind of break into the story, I'm like, this is, like, a little bit more of the same. This is, like, Jurassic Park meets Jurassic Park 3 with yeah. a little bit of Lost World in there. You're just mm-hmm. kind of meshing the things that worked with all of them together and they're not really working well. I'm really bad with like, 
the uncanny valley stuff where it's like CGI. Yeah. You can tell it's not real. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good it looks or how yeah. thrilling it is. I can tell it's not real. Yeah. And that's what makes Jurassic Park so good is like mm-hmm. the the effects live up today because they mix together, you know, stop motion, CGI, mm-hmm. and animatronics. And so it looks real. Yeah. Even when you can tell that it's a CGI dinosaur. Yeah. You can, yeah, like you, you can clearly tell when it's a puppet versus CGI, mm-hmm. but the CGI still looks good. Yeah, and there's a couple right. stop motion, yeah, uh, moments in it which I had never really noticed until I watched it in HD. Oh yeah, uh, for this podcast, and I was like, oh, that's the, like the, I, the one I can remember specifically is like when the Velociraptor is coming to the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, um, that's stop motion. No, no, no. Like there's, they're cutting between digital and uh, and the animatronic, but uh, there's one shot mm-hmm. which is really weird. Yeah. Of like them kind of coming through the door just ahead, and I'm like, that's stop motion. Like yeah. you can see, like the background looks a little weird, mm. where it kind of almost looks like it. It's like a vibration almost okay. on the background, but they're professional, so it's like it's. Yeah. It, but it just looks a little odd, and you're yeah. like, that's not a robot, and that's not mm-hmm. CGI. Like it doesn't. It doesn't look real enough to be a robot, but it also doesn't look yeah. bad enough to be CGI from 1993. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's stop motion. Yeah. It'd be a really different movie if it yeah. was all stop motion. It really would. Oh, man, I can't picture that. That'd be really weird. Yeah. You want to know what else is weird? Go on. Do you know who was originally supposed to play uh, Ian Malcolm? Jim Carrey. Jim fucking yeah. Carrey. That would have been very different. What a weird, what a weird idea. Gym. But like, and that's like I in really want to see it. Yeah, that was Jim before, Carrey. That he was hadn't before, done Ace Ventura. Yet. Yeah, he hadn't done Ace Ventura. So I would, I would love if that, if Ian Malcolm's like how he defined the rest of his career. Yeah, not necessarily how he defined it, but like if he put the Ace Ventura into Ian Malcolm's, like, oh, what's chaos theory? You ask where? Well, <laughs> oh, like he's got like a line yeah. where like now that is one big pile of shit. Yeah. Like, or, uh... Don't you mean extinct? <laughs> huh? I'm gonna huh? lose my fucking mind in 20 years. Have you seen that Jim and Andy documentary on Netflix? I've heard, I've He's heard a people. dickhead. I've heard people talk oh. about it. And I, I don't want to watch it because I don't want to sully my memory of Jim he Carrey. He is such... He is lying through his uh, teeth in his talking heads where he's like, when I was making the Truman Show, you know, I was going through... He, like... He goes down the line and finds this meaning in all of his movies. Yeah. Where and it's just like this is hindsight. Yeah. I can tell this is hindsight. That this is not what you were going through. Yeah. But he's and he's just like arrogant and bullish and all the stuff he's doing on the set is mean. Yeah. Like stop it. What are uh, you fucking doing? It makes me so upset. He's got a scene where he talks to Andy's uh Andy Kaufman's daughter. Oh, who yeah. was born after he died, and he pretends to be Andy. Oh, oh no. And it's so uncomfortable. You're like, look, I totally get what you're doing. There's a beauty that can be found in this. It's kind of, it's fucking weird. Uh, inappropriate yeah. is a word. It's like throwing gymnastics into a Jurassic Park movie to escape yeah. and defeat a velociraptor. If I were to think of a metaphor, yeah. it would be that. It's almost disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. No, that's... Ho- oh, no. It's not crazy. Jim Carrey. It's crazy. Um, well, I guess that about wraps it yeah. up for tangents. Uh, you got anything else to add about uh, Jurassic Park, film or book? Um, both. Uh, I recommend the book, um, as particularly if you're into the movie. I think it's worth it to read the book um totally yeah if yeah. you're a fan of the movie i high again highly recommend the book yeah 
Um, but other than that, I think we hit pretty much everything um, I wanted to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we're good. It made good time. Uh, so uh, thank you, Joe, so oh, much for joining me. And uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So have you back anytime you want. Oh, talk yes, about a movie. I, Get you on I an overdrinker. So those are a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet. I'd love that. Um, thank you, listeners, or listener, depending yeah. on if you're alone listening to this, uh, for listening to another episode. Um, what we do here is... Uh, we're going to announce the next book and what we're doing actually for December and January, we usually give two months. We're going to do two books, uh, one per month because they are graphic novels. So for December, we're going to be doing Alan Moore's V for Vendetta Ooh. graphic novel. And then the uh, film by the Wachowski brothers mm-hmm. um, of the same name. And then in January, we're going to be doing Alan Moore's Watchmen. And we'll be doing Zack Snyder's uh, adaptation of that, plus uh, some like the smaller, like, um, you know, marketing material they did with Mm -hmm. that, like the cartoons and stuff. So that'll be a lot of fun. So if you guys want to check that out, you can go to uh, Binnacle Books and Beacon if you're from the Beacon area where we're located. Uh, They'll order you a copy if they don't already have copies and give you a super big discount if you say that it's for Real Page Turner, the story screen, book to movie club. Um, You can also find them uh online because the internet exists for now <laughs> well we'll hopefully still have it soon yep i mean regardless of what happens yeah. story screen presents will always be here giving you amazing tangent filled commentary <laughs> on movies tune in for jurassic park stay for valerian and, <laughs> and- Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. We talked about him a bit too. Yeah. Uh, so if you uh, guys uh, go to storyscreenbeacon.com, read some of our articles, some of our reviews, listen to our other podcasts. Uh, you know exactly where to find us because you're listening to this one right now. SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It's everywhere. Uh, also, follow us on Instagram at story underscore screen underscore beacon. Do a lot of fun over there. Um, hit us up in the comments section, uh, either on our website or on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, and if you guys have any recommendations for books that we should do in the future that we're eventually turning the movies, please throw them at us. Uh, we're, we're looking to, uh, branch out on this and pretty much turn it into a monthly thing because we're going to start having different people hosted. I'm kind of picking it up and getting it going and then I'm going to step and step back. And so if anybody has any advice, we need some help <laughs> here, guys. We're, we're running out of ideas. We've been doing this for almost a year. Oh, yeah. Podcast, yeah. We started oh, wow. in like Congrats. early January this Congrats. year, so it's crazy. It's really funny. All the movies that we've done podcasts on, like for hot takes, mm-hmm. we're like, wow, those are movies that came out this year. Like, Get Out oh, came yeah. out this year. I, I keep forgetting yeah. that. I forget. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage came out this year. It did, mm-hmm. and like no one cared. No, that was our first podcast. That was your podcast? That was our first I, one. Oh, man. I, that... Not that no one cared, but I remember I saw the trailer and then like nothing. Thanks, over. that's all I needed. Xander Cage is <laughs> yeah, back. Xander Cage is back. <laughs> Ruby Rose is in it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> She's yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what you get. Uh, so thank you again so much oh, for course, listening, for guys. Me. Oh, absolutely. Oh thank no, you so I'm much. sorry. You, uh, oh, did you want to? No. Oh no, I... we fucked up. We got to start over now. Oh, okay. Now we got to start from, over. From we the go top. All the way back. Okay. Hi everybody. Thank you so much for joining in on Real Page Turner. And we'll see you later.
I mean, that's, uh, yeah, what can you do? Yeah. All right. We'll just jump. We'll just, we'll do it again. All righty. We'll do it live. We'll do it live.